Alright guys, back in the studio, what's up? My name's Ryan Westa, this is Neanderthalk Podcast, and the Pitch Awards nomination season is here, you guys. I hate to bother you, you guys know I hate asking for things, but this is one of the two times a year that I really ask for your guys' help to participate in the podcast. Uh, If you go to my Instagram, hit the link in my bio, and it'll take you to the Pitch Awards page to nominate me for Best Podcast, uh, Best Local Podcast in Kansas City. And that's it. Just go down there. It's under the Arts and Entertainment. Scroll down, uh, Best Local Podcast. Type in Neanderthal Podcast. Easy as that. We got nominated for it last year. Thank you guys so much for your help. I need to do it again. We're going to try and win it this year. Not that we didn't try to win last year. Anyways, thank you. That's my PSA. Now on to the episode with D'Lo the Doctor and Rain Dance. Uh, D'Lo the Doctor produced Alan Wayne's last two albums. And now he's got an album out with Rain Dance. And it's like an old school throwback 90s R&B guy girl mesh. You know what I mean? Like how it used, you know, I don't know. You were into that thing back then. It's good. Um, It's called 92 Juice is the name of the album. Go on Spotify or wherever you get your music and go check it out. Um, Their big song that they just did a video for is called Sex Me. I really like it. And they even performed it on the show. So I will start off with that video or yeah, with their performance. Uh, If you're on YouTube or if you guys are listening, you can go on YouTube and watch them perform it. Uh, But if not, it takes a minute for me to get the levels adjusted on their voice. Um, But it sounds good. I like it. Uh, It was a great performance. uh, What more can I say? It's called Sex Me on the 92 Juice album, D-Lo the Doctor and Rain Dance. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and the support. Episode 105, I believe. Uh, Here we go. Boom, shalak, boom. Yeah. D-Lo the Doctor. Rain dancing this thing with me. It's for all my ladies out there. Had to do something for the summer. Fresh out the quarantine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now I'm the loaded doctor. I got women galore. You might have a lot of women, but I got much more. I'm the man of your door, so they dropping their drawers. I still treat you with respect, even if you a whore. Midas touch. I'm feeling the back of her jeans. Wild boy, I lost my V card at the age of 13. Used to sneak girls in while mama was at work. Used to smack and flip and rub it down while grandma was at church. Now I'm 27 and I still ain't lost it. Still womanizing. Proceed with the caution. Back getting scratched while I swim into the deep sea. That good, good. That's why they never leave me. I got sex skills like you never seen before. From the sink to the tub to the floor. Smack on the booty, still treat you like a queen. No, that's the type of treatment that you get rolling with D-Lo. Sex me, sex me, sex me up and down. Sex me, sex me all around. Sex me, sex me, sex me up and down. Yeah. Sex me, sex me all Yeah, yeah. Pull your panties to the side, let me dig for the treasure. Feed you strawberries while I'm coming with the pleasure. Can't turn my love off like faucet water. Listen, father, don't be heated, cause I charmed your daughter. That nigga D-Lo is a crazy boy. Smashing like a sex scene off a baby boy. I'm cooking breakfast in my boxes as I do the B-walk. Should be applauded for the stamina that he bought. No competition, I'm just living, pipping, winning, getting women, never sipping, plenty tricking. Damn, I need an intervention. On my jock for the title, I'm holding D-Lo is hella drunk and got the eight ball rolling. Do it back with motion, like we up in the matrix. Do you like it, Kinky? We can try some dominatrix tie you up tie me up i could be your slave you can whip my body if i ever misbehave okay 
sex me, sex me, sex me up and down. Sex me, sex me all around. Sex me, sex me, sex me up and down. Sex me, sex me all around. Now after you back it up, then stop. Then what, 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 what? Drop it like it's hot. Now after you back it up, then stop. Then what, 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 what? Drop it like it's hot. D load the doctor, make you drop it like it's hot. Jantho Cho, make you drop it like it's hot. Mab KC, make you drop it like it's hot. Rain Dance Shield, make you drop it like it's hot. Drop, drop it like it's hot. Drop, drop it like it's hot. I'm all about my cash, yeah, I'm all about my guap. Drop, drop it like it's hot. Drop, drop it like it's hot. I'm all up in this thing and I'm trying to get that guap. Drop, hot. Yeah. Sex me, sex me up and down. Uh, uh. Sex me, sex me Shout up and down. Sex me, sex me all around. Welcome to the In Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Roy the Soul. Thank you for coming to the pod- podcast. Boom to watch boom. I'm feeling the vibes, feeling the vibes. Yeah. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. You know that one? Yes, sir. Um, who? Two Chains? Yeah, Two Chains, yeah. Two Chains. I've been a fan of Two Chains when he was Titty, Titty Boy. Boy. Titty Boy, yeah. <laughs> My whole um, admiration for Two Chains has been. A long time when he was with DTP and Lula and all them. Yeah, Duff, yeah, play a circle. I don't do nothing. I'm a ball. Back when he was with Wheezy. Wow, I'm deeply rooted in the hip hop <clears throat> culture. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's surprising too because I don't even listen to you know rap or hip hop when I'm at home. When I'm at home, I'm listening to some love songs. I'm listening to some '90s R&B. I'm listening to Motown. I'm listening to like just a bunch of R&B in your feelings type music because I mean that's just the type of music that I like. You know, growing up with a mother who listened to that kind of music every time we was in the car, all we listened to me and my brother in the car is the same old mm-hmm. love songs because she was in her feelings back then. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Your mom's cool. She is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she did my hair. She, she braided she, it. She uh, birthed a star on November 26, 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Janice. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Love 1992? you, Mom. 1992. I'm 27 years young. Damn, that's it. Mm-hmm. 92. Yeah. It's so weird to me to hear when people are born in the 90s. <laughs> I'm 93. Okay. Yeah. God damn, I'm old. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> 79. <laughs> and, you know, 1992 was a significant year because that was the year of the L.A. riots, uh, Rodney King and all that. Uh, just a bunch of crazy things. Nirvana sm- came out with Smells Like Teen Spirit that year, right? They changed the game. Yeah, and The Chronic came out that year. So I was born in a really significant year. That was the end of Johnny Carson's TV show. The Chronic was 92? Yeah, December 15, 1992, The Chronic came out. Wow. Huh. I would have thought it was like, I thought it was like 94. Yeah, 92. Wow. The okay. Doc. The biggest, influ- biggest influence so in my production. So that's why you listen to a lot of R&B now. Because <laughs> of your mom raised, you, yeah. I, all right. Yeah. I never got into R&B. I, w- I was raised by, I had a single mom raise me, and she listened to a lot of like Journey, America, yeah, America, classic stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was cool. It was fine, but I don't listen to that now. 
You listen to the Eagles, don't you? Oh, God, no. Hotel California? Oh, get out of here. I, no, I can't stand the fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> Love the Eagles. I can't stand the fucking Eagles. That's the essential <laughs> classic rock right there. I do like, uh, who's Joe Walsh? Oh, yeah. I like him. He's amazing. But I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, I can't handle it. Yeah, that. see, anytime classic rock is a subject, I bring up the Eagles just to test the water, see what kind of classic rock vibes is going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the uh, Eagles is um, acquired taste. You know, not a lot of people like the Eagles <laughs> or, you know, fans of their music. Yeah, I can't handle them. Yeah. <laughs> I like some classic rock. I grew up on Hendrix and Zeppelin. and. You like uh, Metallica? That's my favorite. Yeah. So many Metallica yeah. shirts. I'm in, I'm <laughs> indifferent to them. I didn't I didn't like them when I was like when they first came out. I wasn't into them <coughs> just because I I don't know why I didn't have a good reason because they were different and yeah. I associated them with this this chick that I had real problems with in school and <laughs> she was like a big Metallica head. She was a real like tomboy Metallica. I don't know. Me and her just like clashed for whatever reason. So I just associate. That at that age with Metallica and her, so I didn't give it a chance. Yeah. But when I got older, I was like, all right, I can see how people like this. Enter Sandman. That's a dope song. Dope, yes. So, like, I can get into like some of their old stuff, but I don't know. They just did too much where I think they did too much. Yeah, and a lot of people say that they were overrated. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of ACDC, and I got to say they're a little overrated. I mean, the same old drum beat every song. <laughs> Right. The same that, old beat it's every that time. Flavor though, like I mean, like eighties. I'm inspired by the eighties. Okay. You know, decade for sure. Really? Just like I yeah. think that's the worst decade of all for music. Really? Oh, I do. I can't. Yeah, I think it's really bad. All, <laughs> all the like synthesizers and like the Van the, Halen jump, the keyboard, keyboard they guitar, the guitar. Yeah. Legendary. It's just a lot of dun, 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 dun. trumpets <laughs> and brass and just yeah. It's like high pitched noise, like yeah. a lot of high pitched noises, high pitched screaming. Uh, 80s hair bands, just what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you look like female. It's, it's, it's I do, it's I appreciate, I appreciate the art, and it's just they were rebelling against something. Sure, surely, yeah. something that happened in the 80s mm -hmm. caused them to have this weird, weird time. I don't yeah. know if it was just cocaine was it wasn't woodstock you know like I, I, yeah it wasn't woodstock right yeah it's just it's i don't know i love 80s musics music like 80s yeah. music's great but i don't know not a whole lot Wait, what did i say music i meant movies yeah uh, 80s movies i like 80s music i just can't yeah rocky 3 rocky 4 came out in uh in the 80s yeah all the good movies came out in the yeah. 80s i i feel like i slowly like stop watching as much television in general like yeah. movies and stuff like a lot of those action mm. movies i love though those always get me you know because they just get your blood boiling yeah <laughs> we just were kind of <clears throat> i didn't really expect to start normally i say three two one and we start but we just kind of started talking uh let's say so here we go we've got let, let's tell people who we have here D'Lo, the motherfucking doctor. That's right. <laughs> That's me. I'm in the flesh. What's good? Neanderthal podcast. And then we got Rain Dance. Rain Dance, the doctor. <laughs> Lorraine. Lorraine, yeah. We went with that now. <laughs> All right. D'Lo here is uh, a producer that's produced Alan Wayne's first album, mm -hmm. The Demonstration, which is one of my all-time favorites. 
and most of the second demonstration too. Yeah, I, I think pretty <laughs> much all but three songs. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you also see so you produce stuff for C Dub the Young Blood. A plethora of C Dub's music. I mean, starting with the demonstration back in 2011, that was uh his demonstration. Yeah, his yeah. demonstration. And he called me one day. He was like, "Man, why did Alan name his uh?" Name his album, The Demonstration. <laughs> I already got that out. And I was like, he was just trying to try his demonstration, just letting him, let him demonstrate a little bit. Right. But, yeah, it, it all started back in 2011 with um, C-Dub and uh, The Demonstration. Fully produced that. Is that Was that your first album yeah. like that you? Yeah, that's, that's when I popped my production cherry. How'd you do that? Like, what made you get into <clears throat> making beats and stuff? Well, um... It was all throughout high school. It was something I did, but it was, like, more of a hobby back then. So, like, freshman year, uh, one of my good friends, uh, he gave me a copy of FL Studio. Because I heard, like, Soldier Boy had produced a number one hit, Crank That. Everybody knows Crank That came out in 07. He produced <laughs> that himself on this musical software. And I was like, them three key melodies he did, I can get in there and do that. Okay. So that kind of intrigued me to want to get into producing. <clears throat> like, if this kid can make a million dollars off this production software, I need to try it out. So that's kind of where the interest started. And all throughout high school, I was doing it off and on, installing it, uh, uninstalling it. And then all of a sudden, because me and C-Dub had known each other since I was in eighth grade. We used to be neighbors. Oh, cool. So, like, I was rapping back then. And so <laughs> I wanted to just come to his house and record. And he was like, yeah, man, you can come record anytime. But, uh he had moved, so we had kind of lost contact. We was we talked on and off throughout high school, and then I just came to him one day when I first started and was like, man, we need to finally do something. We had known each other all this time. Let's work on some music. Because before I was sending him a beat, and he'd be like, nah, that ain't really my style. It was before I was really as good as I am. And then those samples is what really got the whole thing going. Nice. He he loves those samples. Yeah. I, yeah, you, I the more beats that I know of yours, I'm like, oh, yeah, you do some awesome stuff. Yeah. Some great work. Yeah. He has some you. newer on the demonstration, too, a newer. God, I don't know if it's the squeeze. There's oh, another man, one that's, that's got a, a completely different, uh, just a whole different sound than you typically. I don't know. It seemed different mm -hmm. for me, and I really liked it. Oh, yeah. See, and all my new work that I've been doing is just all original. Like, back when I first started, it was all about sampling, like, taking an 80s, 90s R&B song and pitching up the tempo a little bit and then adding drums over it. And then I started widening my um, musical abilities and started just doing my own original stuff because, you know, I play the keys, so it was time to evolve into okay. doing my own original stuff. But that's how you learn, right? Just yeah. <coughs> sampling stuff. I always thought that yeah. that would be fun. I've yeah. always wanted to take different, like, some of, the, like, the rock groups that I love and mm -hmm. mixing it with some of, like, the hip-hop I love, like, taking. I, I always thought it'd be cool to, like, be able to create that kind of, Oh yeah, Stuff. like like some uh, Run DMC, Rock This Way or Walk This Way, Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, I mean I wasn't thinking that specifically, but that idea. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Rain, you are uh, a singer. Yeah, um, I sing, and I've been kind of recording a little bit. You know, just kind of started out um, on SoundCloud, and then kind of grew from there with D'Lo here on this new one. Um, yeah. What brought you guys, like, how did you guys hook up? How long have you guys known each other? About two years now. Okay. And see, like, what brought us together was uh, Booth, our mutual friend, producer. Yeah. Like, He's the first guy I did, you know, music with, okay. like, recorded <coughs> and stuff, yeah. Do you have any albums out? 
no albums just like one ep that had like three songs um some of them i like took off but like i don't know it was just it was like my first time really getting into it and not really knowing what to expect i guess yeah but in 2012 i was kind of recording on some equipment but very little amount and i was kind of doing it by myself with like a couple other people but yeah so we i kind of took a break and then started back up and uh it's been fun it's been a journey like the past two years is like kind of when i first started so he kind of saw me you know right when i first you know got into it so yeah how'd you find her yeah uh our mutual producer uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah boof um I collab with him a couple times, just going to his house, and I I've been stressing out for about two or three years about finding a female singer, cause you know around in Kansas City it's real scarce. So yeah. when you Is find it? a singer, yeah, when you find a okay. singer that's dedicated, you gotta hold on to her, you gotta keep her happy because it's just you you find one and then they run into some kind of problem and then they kind of take their focus off music for a while, you know, like they might get pregnant, you know, cause it's just singing, you know, like, yeah, I mean. I, I feel like I do a lot of just like humming and just stuff like that Bobbing, is even vibing, yeah. And um, yeah. can't be held down. These so- free-spirited singers can't be held down. Now. That's right. Yeah. Me neither. I feel I can't be held down. <laughs> <laughs> Always been doing music though. Like I mean, I grew up singing and dancing um, and performing. You know, I was in you know Kansas City Starlight a few times. Oh, cool. Did a song with the president one time did a couple galas so i mean i've always been a performer um so what are you singing now like what kind of stuff do you work on like um just like i mean is it pure like you know like what would you compare it to like if people to like know. if i were to describe like my voice kind i don't of? know i don't know just like what kind of like vibe yeah i guess is it like um what do you think you I think she's being R&B right now. R&B. Is it? Okay. She's being very exper- experimental. You know, yeah, that's taking it kind of everything. all different directions. Okay. Really, yeah. Cause I mean, when we did we did "Sex Me" when we recorded that song, that was like some you had never did before, right? Right. Yeah. That was like my first like real R and B, you know, like bobbin song. Like most of my songs have been a little bit slower mm-hmm. or. Um, with trap beats, you know. Yeah, Ra- kinda Rain Dance, she's a deep artist, <laughs> you know, and she yeah. has a lot of passion. <laughs> so, you know, the songs that she had did before was real passionate and deep. And I just I just saw something in her where I think she she could get on anything, you know. We make anything happen in the studio. You know, she's very determined, very focused. I'm with it. Very yeah, strong I'm, I'm woman. I'm about it. I'm about, like, Kansas City in general and just Kansas City artists in general. Yeah? Like, I find it so That's thriving. That's so beautiful. It's like, That's my you know, favorite kind of like my... Um, What's that word I'm looking for? It's just like it's like in my blood. Like I love just like listening to other people's stuff, even if you know I don't like listen to it every day. I just like exploring that side of the culture and everything. Well, allow me so. to pimp my podcast real quick. You'd like my podcast if you if you're into listening to podcasts. I have all kinds of Kansas I, City I told people. Him. I love. <laughs> I love. I'm just saying. I love Kansas City. Like I bleed Kansas City. I, I love the stories people come in here and have. It's just it's yeah. a dope ass city. It's that, some cool people. And that's why, you know, when I <laughs> when I moved back from Phoenix, I wasn't disappointed with myself. I was actually happy to be back. You know, I, I didn't want that to cause a rift between C but he understood why, you know. So as a producer, you you look is it 
how does that work? I've never really talked. I've only had one other producer before. It was with No Scope. The first I had him on the first time with Will Twerp. What, what what was his name? God was it God that was on here with No Scope? The producer? No, Lil Twerp. Lil Twerp. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I've never. Yeah, I've always wanted to like. So like a producer like yourself, mm-hmm. you make a ton of different beats every day. And and my brother can hear him from upstairs and in his yeah. room. Like I'm in, I'm on the kitchen table going in cooking. And so like, is your goal or your mission or whatever is it to find other singing artists, rapping, you know, rappers, whatever, lyricists to come team up with you? Is that how you, you read my mind, man? You read my mind. What I what I want to do uh, here in the next month or so is start to work on a compilation, you know, called Overdose, which is like a showcase of all my artists on one CD that's on, cool. yeah. Yeah. Oh, on that's uh, cool. you know, a couple songs or whatever, and then have me rap on a couple songs since I'm getting back into rapping. But that's going to be a process because, you know, you got all these artists in different cities. You know, uh, I got artists in Florida, Cali. You know, it's only a matter of time before one of these artists <laughs> blow up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so do you also, like, just throw random beats out to people? Like, hey, you might like this check it out like how does the, i don't know how your your side of the the game works well what i like to do because a, a lot of producers actually do that they just throw beats out there how you like that bro what i yeah. do i um i try to cater to the artist's style and you know their sound their whole vibe like it, it's just like painting a picture you know i try to illustrate what they like and what they're into and then try to incorporate that with my music so you know it's it's something that's taken very serious you know so before we, I work with an artist, I'm studying them. Okay. Yeah, we. You know? I mean, when we first started really making something, it wasn't two years ago. It was really like a few months ago. Yeah. We just started getting to know each other, um, talking about you know not necessarily all the past, just just stuff that you know resonates with us, and we just kind of connect about it. Yeah. Like you know we we like to like I do dance classes that empower women, and so I we've talked about women pole dancing um well i do pole fitness a little bit i mean i've done Those it chicks before. go hard yeah they, they do, do. <laughs> shit they do i mean they're, they're they might as well be gymnast- gymnasts exactly i've seen some Facts. crazy oh yeah. yeah that's dope i mean a lot of it is really just dancing in heels you know and just learning how to move my body in a way you know that makes me feel good touching myself you know and just feeling like one with myself mm-hmm. And it really is a confidence booster. And so I feel like it's helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Were you looking for a producer or like, or was this kind of um, like out I'm of the blue? Like, hey, like, well, and I, well, I've done some things with other producers as well and um, gotten to know people in general who make music and um, just kind of vibe and just see, you know, like, I'm not just like, let's work on something, you know, it's, it's only kind of like in the moment if I hang out and we're just like vibing and stuff, if that's what we want to do, you know, mm-hmm. and we just like for a while we'd go to the studio and just hang out, you know, and talk and like Matt would just be working with somebody, you know, we'd just be getting to know each other and talking and doing lives, you know, we did a few lives talking about um, this kind of uh, subject and um, that got people talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Instagram lives. Yeah. Because, you, you know, Ryan, at the end of the day, I found her, you know. <laughs> I, I have been an admirer of her work. I was in Arizona even thinking about coming back to Kansas City and hitting her up just because, you know, we had, we had did a song before when we first, like, started talking. You just talking. felt her. You just yeah. felt it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, what I, that's what I try to tell her. Like, this is, this is a God thing. Like, 
They wasn't just That's me. a thing. That's a thing. Like sometimes people <clears throat> just have this weird like I know if it, yeah, it's a really good listener. Like I would talk to him just about what like what kind of things were we you know, we were really connecting. So like what were we talking about really? Like just life. Just life in general, you know, just you know, I just started like branching out because I went to college and so I kind of left all my friends. And so I was coming home and uh, wanting to get into music. I bought a mic and then just kind of went from there. Like sometimes people would hit me up and it would just kind of be like a hangout and then figure it out kind of thing. Yeah, so. like she she's she's got a, a nice story with everything she we talk about, you know, like the type of person you could she call her. She called me at three in the morning. We talk about anything. Yeah. Dang. Look at you guys. Nice <laughs> little team. Yeah. Did you have any inspirations growing um, up? Like, yeah. Or what did you like to listen to? I I'm so all over the board. I love yeah. all genres because they all have their own resin and their own color, you know. And so I um well R and B's always been big. Alicia Keys, all those powerhouse singers. Adele. Uh, who else? Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Like, all those people I was definitely um, really into. And, um, you know, I did a few open mics, too. Oh, at, fun, uh, yeah. At Sori's Oyster House. Um, is that how you say it? Sori? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Soy Oyster. Soy Oyster. <laughs> Where's that at? Um, it's over in uh, 18th and Vine. Okay. And they have an amazing band. They're amazing. And all the all the people that go up there and sing are amazing, like, they all have their own life, you know, their own testimonies. And we go up there, and I was singing, like, um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, uh, I love her. I did a cover to um, Adele. It was a Hometown Glory. That was, like, the first performance I did. Um, and just, like, kind of got to know people and just getting uh, Joe. I think Joe's in there. And uh, my friend Kalina. I met Kalina. She's Shout also a Kalina. female artist. Shout out. Yeah. <coughs> so just getting in the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done a couple open mics for comedy. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. At the Improv? No. Uh, it's a place called The Rhino in North Kansas City. Oh, I've heard of The Rhino. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to go up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to go check it out soon because my mom just moved up there. So it'd be something to do when I go visit her. If they're open. I don't know if they're open. Oh, You know okay. what I mean? With COVID, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what their deal is. I haven't yeah. looked into it. I don't think stuff's going on it's is open mic is there open mic stuff is there music right I now haven't really Not seen that I've, we've been lung- I've been looking every sunday yeah. i go out and i just, it's just a pain. i it's think so annoying. i think on instagram just this yesterday or the other day before i saw maybe record bar mm. doing some maybe mm-hmm. someplace been there like a somewhere times. like the crossroads or westport or somebody i think was doing some kind of music thing mm-hmm I miss I miss live music. Hey man, you know it's with this whole COVID nineteen going on, just it's just messing up everything, (laughs) messing Mm -hmm. up everything, messing up a lot of plans that I had. But you know, you just gotta stay optimistic through it all. That's what I've been trying to do. You know, I knew that twenty twenty was like my year, like from the jump. Like in December, I was like, twenty twenty is mine. Like whatever happens in twenty twenty, it resonates with me. Yes, because we know? we both had you know rough years. You know, um, back in two thousand nineteen. You know, me having to come back from Arizona and me being you know out of work and broke for a while. I was saying the same thing. Like twenty twenty, this is gonna be lit because things was looking up at the beginning of the year, and then next thing you know, 
Australia's COVID-19. on fire. Aside yeah. From everything, aside from everything that's been going on, I feel like it's just been like a year of ourself. And I feel like we were preparing for that because a lot of people were talking about love yourself, uh, manifestation, imagination, you know, all those things. And I mean, here we are. And now we, we have to test ourselves. Can we do this? You know, can we love ourselves, love our hobbies, you know, mm-hmm. make a financial stable life? That kind of thing. I mean, we're babies, you know, we're like 27, 26. I'm getting old. I'm arthritis kicking in. Leo. Karen's rubbing it in. Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, why the hell I get out of bed? Because <laughs> I can't I can't spend a whole day in bed. I'm always on the go. Always got to get up doing something. I can tell. If it's either taking the dog out to walk, yeah. I got to get up, do something. Hell yeah. Hustler. Hustling. Yeah, that's what it's all you about. Making money. I got a business where I just make masks and um, Dealer's been helping me with that too. He's been finding people that needed masks and nice. I was there to sew them and um, kind of got into sewing this year. Too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think I mean, a lot of people did. A lot of people got into all kinds of weird little hobbies. Yeah. My so my mom used to sew a lot because she did a lot of my dance costumes and so then I was working nights at this um, like costume place and they would make costumes for girls that would compete or guys that would compete and um, like first got into that and then I was like I want to make a top mom like I want to <laughs> want to make shorts and. So now I'm like making all kinds of stuff. I made oh, a top cool. for the music video that we're doing. Yeah, so. her and her mom is killing the sewing game yeah. for sure. <laughs> nice. She's been helping me a ton because she knows way more about you know like how to make it look right. And but I just I think sewing is just so much more cheaper too. You know, you're buying your right, fabric yeah. and then what buying a few threads and. And you buy whatever <laughs> fabric you want. You <laughs> probably spend more money exactly. on nicer fabric mm-hmm. than it would to buy that shirt, and then you can tailor it to your size and everything too right yeah yeah because uh, you know rep- representing for my homie c-dub had to get a red bandana mask nice. for the bloods <laughs> <laughs> i told her that was the first mask i wanted so she knocked that out for me yeah nice the masks were good too because you know we put like pockets in them so that you could like throw a coffee filter in it uh, it's easy to wash you know you can just wash it um the elastic we kind of changed up the elastics because they were sometimes like not so soft and fix that and just been selling those and that's like my side gig you know and then i work my nine to five you know office job uh, magic kitchen <laughs> so you're making money though you're doing what you gotta do making money yeah I'm, i feel like that's what i said like this year has been my year i mean i've been mm-hmm. on top of my game before anything happens so what do you guys think is going to happen next music wise like performing yes oh, yeah. that's that's something i definitely want to get into next you know with every when everything Gets when back settles going. down and we're back in, you know. Cause hell, and everything's back to hell. Last week we were, we were doing karaoke and um, uh, my my DJ shout out to DJ Sam Sam, he's a DJ at Vertigo, the bar I go to at the town. Uh, we told him we wanted to perform our song just to be there to perform, you know, just mm-hmm. to do it, mm-hmm. just to get a little warm up since nothing else is nice. open right now. But it wasn't on streaming platforms, so he couldn't pull it up via email. He didn't have control of that, so. We're just ready to get out there and make that the next I step. I think it's just like exposure shoot. and, you know, just putting ourselves out there, experiencing, you know, life with new people and going from there, you mm-hmm. know, just building on that. And that's what this podcast is for, too, you know, to build on that. Yeah. And share our 
Sure. I don't care if we <laughs> on the street corner. Let's get out there and perform. <laughs> Let's do something. <laughs> we talked about that before. Like my grandpa, downtown. My grandpa toured in Japan because he plays banjo and guitar. Fun. Yeah. He's Banjo's super fun. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fun sounding <laughs> instrument. Yeah. He's good. And he's like, I think, like 85 now. And he still plays. It's wow. crazy. That's yeah. cool. He loves it. Got all crooked he's hands, my inspiration. Crooked fingers from playing for so long. Does his mm-hmm. hands constantly look like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> my, gra- my, uh, my grandmother, she passed away a couple of years ago, but um, she played piano. She's a pianist. And so I that's where, I mean, I, I started playing piano at like seven six somewhere around there and um been doing like festivals and all kinds of stuff music's in your blood classical music she she comes from a family of talent (laughs) now honestly i I would (laughs) say like i'm one of the only music musically inclined people in my family i mean my brother he raps a little bit then i got my cousin he raps but my great-grandfather I was told he was really good on the piano, and that's that was inherited in me. Nice. But that's yeah. it. Like it's only four people in my family ear. that <laughs> you get that ear. Like got at music, a young age, and music it taste stays with you for life. You know. I wish I had it. Oh yes, I love it. I love music. I love music. I wish I tried. I you know I messed around with guitar for a little bit for a little bit. Yeah, me too. And it just I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mean, yes, it's, I just, it's the fingering. Yeah, it gets tiring after a while. Yeah, there's certain chords I just couldn't hit. And yeah, I, I don't have. I'm, I guess I'm tone deaf. Yeah. So just I, I, all right. So I, I'm done. It's a focus thing too, I think, because I have. I feel like I'm highly intuitive because of the piano. I feel like I can hear and see a lot of things aside from even looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's something you learn just through piano. My my grandmother is everything to me. She, I mean, that's why I decided to live on and do this, you know, music stuff for her. Really, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Grandma. I love just I love her. Just you know, like I feel sometimes like I feel her in my in my like fingers when I'm playing. Oh, cool. Yeah, just like her spirit. You know what I mean? Like you get that that praise kind of feeling. Dope. Yeah. Gilo, is there anybody you would? L- love to produce a beat for like a song yes like, man just a beat mb58 where the hell you at man really because <laughs> me and mb58 we met in the studio about two years ago and like every time we run into each other it's just like are we finally gonna do something man are we gonna put it out H- have you got a chance to meet him before no oh, I, know, okay. I know his music yeah he's always on the go but mb58 that's the next artist i'm trying to Get at least a damn beat sent to, yeah. And have them in the studio and record something to it at least. <laughs> All right, well, do it. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta hunt him down. He's a hard man. Do you to have get one to. for him? I've got several, plethora that you know that he'll just love. Yeah, that he would just love. But you know, with his social media, I know he gets buried. You know, behind everybody hitting him up on Instagram, and he's not really active on Facebook. So, Richard Dilo, the doctor. I know it shouldn't be that hard. It but. shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just got to pursue those guys that be on the run, you know. Okay. It's, it's just like being on the red carpet as a fan and you see Mariah Carey and you're just like, pick me, pick me, take really? a picture of me. <laughs> sometimes it's like that. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Any, like, big name, like, dude, like, you know, you said you oh, like man. 2 change. Uh, would you like to make a beat? Like, that that would be um, great, but, I no. mean, right now it's got to be Gucci. Gucci, I got to get a song with Gucci before – he retires or, you know, something. I got to get with Gucci. Okay. Gucci's uh, another rapper that 
just gets me pumped. Like, it's my blood boiling. Like, I remember playing football back in high school. I'd be listening to Gucci in the locker room. Everybody listening to Disturbed. Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, God, that's an awful <laughs> song. <laughs> Everybody's all pumped up, all jacked up yeah. on creatine. I'm just sitting over there, you know, <laughs> by my locker listening to Gucci, the ice cream man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not all pumped up on this creatine. Let the bodies hit the floor. You know? <laughs> so it's got to be Gucci. That's one of the uh, big names that I got that I got to work with. Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Rain? You want to sing with anybody? <laughs> Any band you want to? Um, I don't know. Work with? I, I feel like I'm just still so new to it, you know? But if you so could just dream, I'd love, like, would you like to do a song with, uh, what's that chick's name? Adele. Oh, you Hello. know, yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Right. She Dream she's big. young too. I didn't she even is? know this. Like I yeah, thought she's young. I she thought she was like older. I did way too. Older. Don't say an age. Don't say an age. I know. I don't see an age. I I think um, Adele would be cool. Alicia Keys is great. Like I love her soul searching like lifestyle and you know what I mean. She's like dope, it's yeah. she has that like ability to just like it's almost like she's so meditative when she speaks that I I get so gravitated mm -hmm. towards her. I feel like just having a conversation or like lunch with her would just be even like satisfying <laughs> get some ass on tour not even music just you know just to hang out there yeah hang out have a uh, drink with her. i love jello shots with her <laughs> yeah jello shots. strawberry daiquiris yeah <laughs> i like that blue the blue jello so good she's a crip <laughs> no way she got a red on representing see oh, yeah. though i know you're gonna love this when you see this <laughs> <laughs> I saw him yesterday for a minute too. Yeah, he was in town recently. Yeah, he was. He stopped at Allen Wins. He owes me a couple right. Robin Crew shirts. Oh yeah, I've been buying Robin Crew apparel all summer. I like the movement that he's doing. You know, this was something he's been talking about for a while. So it's just good to see you know artists that I've worked with and even close friends Billie speak things Eilish into existence. Billy Eilish would be legit. That would be legit. That's the young girl, right? Yeah, she's young. Okay. Yeah. She, I feel like, resonates with me as far as like lyrically. Okay. Yeah, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like I would demonize things. I just think it, it's just a deep spot. It's like when you get into that mode of writing, mm -hmm. you just start feeling, you know, your skin. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, I guess you do probably a lot of writing, huh? I do. Yeah, I like I journal a lot and um. I'm like in the process of writing a poetry book because I think I write a lot of poetry in general and I just would like to just have a documentation of it. That way it's just out there and so anyone can see it because yeah. it's just it's amazing because I I write a lot, but I don't necessarily share a lot of it. Sure. So personal personal journey. It's really not personal. It's, I feel like it's it's so good. worth sharing that I just I write so much. It's like I don't even might as well just make a book out of it, okay. you know. I'd really like to work with Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande oh, is man. legit. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to sing nothing or anything. I just want She's to an angel. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she just her. had a birthday. I had to give her a birthday <laughs> shout out. <laughs> She's an angel. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Next. I love that song. Love that song. But I, I can't tell nobody I listen to that song. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I got a couple songs like that. There's a couple songs. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if anybody knew I was listening to this. Man. Yeah, like, what, what's that one song? Making my way downtown. Is that Vanessa Carlton? Is that that girl's name? 
no, that I think that's Evanescence, isn't it? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm horrible with names. I will say that. Yeah, chick I'm songs, not good with names. Chick I know songs faces, I gotta keep though. to myself. I can't be telling people I'm out here bumping Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Beyonce. Uh, Beehive. Queen. No. I'm anti Beyonce. <laughs> I hear you. Sometimes I am too, you know. It just depends on what day it is. Yeah. If I'm feeling like Jay Z, I'll play Beyonce. But if I'm <laughs> feeling like just D-Lo the doctor, I'm not playing Beyonce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel I like, like D-Lo every day. I just like Like, she's an incredible dancer. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I have she's friends that dancer. dream of dancing with her, you know, mm-hmm. in real life. So, yeah. Oh, I don't really have any hate reason to hate on her. She's fine. Yeah. yeah. Her <laughs> fans will come attacking you. You better just keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. You know what fans. I mean? Fuck their fans. Yeah, man, because yeah. the beehive will just come at you like a swarm of bees. I got wasp spray. The only bees I like is the Wu-Tang, the killer bees. That's right. <laughs> Those are my bees, too. The Wu-Tang, man. Wu-Tang. Yeah, they ain't nothing to fuck with. That's that's right. Because, when you, you know, when I watched C-Dub's interview, didn't you guys kind of talk about Wu-Tang a little bit? Oh, I think so. I, I was asking him if he liked any older, like, music like uh artists like you know legends like that and he's like no he, i think he said something like wu-tang is trash or something like, that's oh, what man. that's what made me want to have an interview like hold on <laughs> man, I'm, gonna come, I'm gonna come represent <laughs> for the 90s hip-hop all day like we can sit here and talk about it all day i uh, he's in the <laughs> minority of people who hate I've, I've i've hardly met anybody that hates on 90s hip-hop he's just yeah man that's, he, and that's he's, fine. he's just south kc all the way that's and how i love get that down. Yeah. i love that about him yeah i love that he's like i'm, I'm he's I honest like my music yeah you know? he's honest he's blunt I like he's that. not going to fake with you. He's going to tell you how it is and what he really believes in. That's yeah. what I admire about him, too. Right. Even if he's wrong, he's yeah. right. Exa- exactly. That's how it is. <laughs> That's why I don't argue with him. I'm just yeah. like, I mean, come on. Salute, bro. Ghostface Killer? Ghostface. That's my come favorite on. from the Woo. Come on. Ghostface Woo. is my favorite. <laughs> him and Method. Yeah, see, uh, if I could name uh, from one to nine my favorite members ranked lyrically, i go with Ghostface first. Raekwon second, Method Man third, Inspector Deck fourth. Then I go with um, second. The chef, chef's going second. <laughs> then um, let's see. Had a brain fart here. ODB. Yeah, where do you put him? I I put ODB probably fifth. You think so? Yeah, because his style was just so crazy. You know, I I love I love ODB exactly. Just it is so different. It is so original. Exactly. Then um, everybody hates on you, God. I don't know. You God would probably be like eighth. Then Master Killer ninth. Who am I leaving out though? I got you, God. I mean, I got Ghostface, Ray, Ray Meth, ODB, Inspector Deck. You got Master Killer. You put him up up top, right? Ranking? GFK up top. Capadonna, I put him seven. I like Capadonna. Oh, RZA. Yeah, RZA, I'd probably put RZA eighth. You know, he's not really a rapper. I love his beats, though. Bobby Digital. I like Bobby Digital. (laughs) Really? You like RZA? I like RZA. Oh man, I don't know about that. That doc, yeah. that uh, it's not like a documentary. That's just a fun show. I like it. Yeah, it's ba- it's loosely based. I don't know. There's I a mean, lot that's kind of yes. hokey. Flatbush. I know. I know. <laughs> that's where Forty Seven came from. Yeah, let's talk about the Forty Seven movement. Rain. Okay. okay. 
Okay. What's the 47 movement? Um, well, it all started in like 2012 when I got really heavily into Capital C's, just like listening to him and researching about conspiracy. And I don't know. I, um, like what kind of conspiracy? You know, just you got my in interest peaked. <laughs> I like a good conspiracy. So you got some conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to begin, really. There's so many. I feel like There's information is like around. 50 miles ahead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, things are like really separated by years. So, but, you know, because, like, you know, you find things out like 50 years later about certain information. And it's like, it's just leaked information. Or freedom of the inf information. The age act. of technology in general is like so much older than I feel like 2020. Yeah. You know, people are like, it's 2020. Why are we, why are we talking about Black Lives Matter? You know, like that in general. It's, uh, it's 2020, man. <laughs> like, why is this still happening? But it's age of technology. Like, we are so much smarter because of technology. We get so much more information coming through, you know. Yeah, but so. are we using it and processing it right? Because now what a lot of times is we take a lot of information where something you would have to take a lot of time to learn and mm -hmm. they try to condense it to you in like a 20-minute documentary yep. or worse mm -hmm. yet, a meme. Mm -hmm. And suddenly yeah. we got experts on Facebook that are just, they've read I a couple like memes and huge. now they're like, they know everything about American history. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like it, it would take it takes you got to read lots of books from all different sides and, and, and you know, like all over different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. You can't just, oh, I've read a couple of memes. Now I know. Yeah. Right. And, you, you know, the biggest conspiracy that I still do research on is the JFK assassin assassination, because I was really into that back in high school. I went to that place in Dallas, actually, um, just last Rassy year. No. Uh -huh, in Dallas, it was. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Where Something he was shot yes. and killed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't believe Lee Harvey <coughs> Oswald was the only guy that well, yeah. shot him. Well, they found multiple bullets. They right? have conspiracy in the museum too. Yep. They like talk about it. There, it was like on the in the museum, like. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot into that conspiracy. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's no JFK way. JFK was a great. I feel like he was a very good president as far as like, you know, his his approach yeah. as being a president, as being a public speaker in the eye of the public. Very he was very calm. Very admirable. He was very collective. Very charismatic. You know, there's so much going and on. And he was banging Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we say. And his, his, his wife was cute. Jackie Kennedy was a, a bad woman, you know. <laughs> if, I had, if I had one of those, I wouldn't be cheating. <laughs> oh, he, was, he was banging all the hot chicks. He was. Then. Yeah, JFK was like the yeah, first. He was a playboy. He yeah, was playboy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Clinton read the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> That that I forgot about that. I forgot that he did have a thing with Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, all kinds of chicks. He yeah, was, and and back then the press kept that shit hush hush. Oh yeah, yeah. under the rug. Well, imagine if social media would have been out in the '60s. Oh, that would have been a whole different world, baby. It'd be like it is now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have more information, and theoretically we should be smarter. But I just don't think people are people taking advantage of it. People don't want to learn. Right. You know, there's people out there who don't want to learn. And that's the difference. You know, if you if you want to get out there and you want to know about things and you want to have conversations with people and not be ignorant, you mm. know, and do dumb decisions. I mean, it comes with learning and discipline, too. You know, hard work. Mm -hmm. 
all those things combine really yeah and that's where you find a lot of these people they create these echo chambers of just same thought people and they yeah. just hang around in little groups and they're all like these ignorant groups together because none of them want to branch out and have discussions with people that disagree on them or right or you know, they, you know, like yeah they don't want to learn because it's hard learning's hard you got to put effort into it mm-hmm. people don't want to put an effort into anything not at all they no. want everything well given and to if them you're they going want through circumstances exactly. you know and your life isn't what you would expect it to be at that moment i mean that alone is going to tamper you down a new level or a new you know dimension really yeah. so sure life's full of peaks and valleys yeah yeah try to get out of those valleys and get on them peaks and yeah the more knowledge you get the less valleys you're gonna get exactly you know branch out have have smart conversations talk to people that disagree with you yeah because i'm i'm getting to the point now of where i'm i don't even like small talk anymore i don't want to get asked how's how's your day going bud yeah no questions like that like i i just want to limit my time talking unless i really need to talk you know whether it's music biz or you know just the universe itself i don't want to spend a lot of time talking about how's your day bud uh how you doing today? Da, da, da. You know, the same old usual small talk you deal with seeing a guy at Quick Trip. <laughs> Isn't that Facebook weird? Facebook used to be yeah. like that, I feel like. Yeah. Isn't that weird that hey, we all up? do that? How's it going? Like, it's all this, this social agreement that we all have that when I see you and you see me, I, you're going to ask me how I'm doing. I'm going to say, fine, small how talk. are you? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> just funny that we just all do it? Everybody. We just agree to do it. Mm-hmm. We all hate it. We all think it's stupid. I feel like I'm not, not talking to anyone unless it's business related at this point. Like if, you know, if you're giving me money or I'm if giving you money. If you ain't about money, money, don't talk to me. Right. Don't talk to me. Right. <laughs> that, that's why I admire Prince so much because Prince did not like small talk. I remember reading an inter- interview where I think Matt Damon asked him, uh, How's the weather in Minnesota? He was like, I don't live in Minnesota. I live in my heart and walked away. <laughs> Such a clever man. I'm going to have to start coming up with catchy stuff like that. <laughs> he, he, he was in the conspiracies, too. Yes. The chemtrails. Mm-hmm. He was big time in the chemtrails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I don't think it's I don't believe in the chemtrail one, but. Yeah. It's a funny conspiracy. 47 is everywhere, though. Like, you know, like I've seen it. I've seen it in movies and production you know sometimes i'll have 47 texts and i'll think of you <laughs> i really want a tattoo of it really I think then do it like a you know do it yeah What's i stopping should you? i want to all right i think i'm, wa- I'm waiting for the right moment you know okay. it's gonna not everything's happened right now you know so it's gonna happen right on your throat right here yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like this nazi looking symbol just well no don't make, don't <laughs> what Wait, what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it like it, like the shape of it, the way that capital C I just C thought you were going to put it. just a 47. This is a four and a seven. Make it however you want. Right, yeah. I could. I with like some. She might as well change it up. some leaves like and stuff triangle. coming through. Yeah. Here, little roses with a big some four seven drops. right there. I think that I think dope. I really want tattoos that are just so earthy, you know, like a butterfly, flower, like almost look like a garden, you know, like an entire body. A garden. big nest full of eggs and grease or something. <laughs> Show your Greek heritage. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm half Greek, and my dad's full Greek. Um, they, my parents are. My grandparents were from Greece, and they moved here. So I'm. I love Greek food. Tell them your last Greek name. Tell them your last name. Is, Mitsopolis is. Oh, that's Greek as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Super Greek. Mitsopolis. 
Nice. And you're from you're from Kansas City, born and raised here. Yeah. Well, I'm from Lee Summit, so I guess if you wanna. I mean, you know, if you have like a lot of fans, probably they'd be like Kansas City. Though. Kansas City, that's Kansas City, yeah. home of Lakewood, the Lakewood parties. <laughs> the Lakewood. Lakewood. I don't even know. Yeah. I didn't even go there. Lakewood. Yeah, that, I, I I went to a few parties back in uh, high school at the Lakewood. That's that used to be. I'm a Lana Wana girl. Like Lana Wana, my uncle lived there. He, you know, he okay. got the boat. It's beautiful. Nice. Can't wait to get Lake a boat. Lake Winnebago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lakewood's nice. So. That's where I frequented parties back in the day. Right, I, I retired <laughs> at twenty years old. Retired? <laughs> I retired from the house party life once I turned twenty one because. Oh yeah. At the time, you know, a lot of people were getting fake IDs like when I was eighteen, and I just wanted to wait till I got to twenty one to actually enjoy the moment. Because yeah. a lot of my friends were burnt out from going out when they turned twenty one because they were so used to having fake IDs. I was like, man, I when I turn twenty one, I'm going P and L. Oh man, <laughs> P and L, damn! We went to P and L and had a time of my life. It's just, it's like the moment I always been waiting for. Wow! All because I waited, didn't get a fake ID. Was it worth it? It was worth it. <laughs> I try to live by the book on some things. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we all have our own code. <laughs> try to live by the book on some things. All right. I didn't have a fake ID actually. I did. Well, I you was. Did. Oh yeah, I was going to the casino at nineteen. Really? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Playing Spanish Twenty One at the Argosy Casino. I feel like they were easier to have back then than they are now. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty, I don't know, it, I guess. It, there was like one little, it had to have like a special hologram or something in it. Hmm. And that's basically all I had to have. So yeah, I knew somebody that knew somebody. Right, I yeah. think it was $100. And hmm. it was, it it was legit. I mean, it was legit. I took it, like, I took it to a casino. Yeah. You know, I took it crazy. everywhere. That's cool, though. Yeah, I I feel like I was partying a lot once I turned twenty one. I think. Same. Yeah, I w- same. went through my phase. Now, the twenty two years from thirty, I'm just I'm I'm on a slowdown. You know, I go to the same bar over and over and know the same people. That's the I only place I started smoking weed. At That's like what you do. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. I was smoking. Dang. And I didn't like That's smoke regularly. I I remember because we we would smoke out of like notebook paper the first time i ever smoked was like <laughs> we all been there <laughs> that works <laughs> it was like it was like notebook paper and i you know tried to roll it in the car like it was that don't work it didn't work yeah, <laughs> it didn't i think i got high like so the first a, time. a bible paper right? you don't get high the first few times <laughs> yeah bible yeah. paper yeah that's what i heard I bible like paper it. everybody heard that has anybody actually tried that I I mean, pe- people are too scared yeah, I'm scared. Everybody's too afraid to use Bible paper. Mess. But they got they got blank fi- they got blank paper. That. You can take the blank paper and then you don't have to pick actual scripture out there. Right. But oh yeah, yeah. But who knows? Maybe that's where maybe they that's died. how you really yeah. see Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you get the right scripture, roll it up with the right weed. I don't want to. I promise that. you, you're seeing Jesus. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> defy that. I'll leave that alone. I'll just go get me some backwoods or something. Okay. Backwoods. Hit my brother up, get a backwood <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yes. Backwoods. When I get in the mood. But I, I was the thing in high school too. Like, oh yeah, you're supposed to use Bible. Every, that's such a rumor. I wonder if anybody's actually used Bible paper to smoke a joint out of. I know somebody who did, and I mean, I I I was around them when it, they did it, so it worked. Yeah, it worked. Okay. Yeah, I mean it. It didn't look like I could have rolled it like any way to make it work, but okay. Yeah, somebody did it around me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if it's, you know, if it's man, if it's, you know, did Jesus make weed? Like, God, did God make weed? Like Smokey said, 
Weed is from the earth. Weed is from God the earth. God put this here plan. for me I and mean, you. Take advantage. <laughs> I mean, y'all remember that from sin, Friday, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue it. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, we're uh, you guys have a video coming out? Yes, yes sir. Two, the mm-hmm. two of you, so it's starring D-Lo, the Doctor, and Rain Dance. Well, are you yeah. singing or rapping in it, or is it just? Um, I'm 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 rapping. She's singing. Oh shit! I'm so oh, it's, shit. it's off our new EP, 92 Juice, that just came out last week. It just came out. Yes, sir. The video. Uh, the video we're shooting that next Saturday. When's that gonna come out? Um, well, the guy who's shooting it, shout out to TJ TJ uh, Ward. TJ? Uh, he's he's got good turnaround time, so it should be out within two days of shooting it. Yeah. Oh wow! Ready to go on YouTube and all that. This is a big investment for me. I'm trying to see how far I can push this single because. I, every, all the feedback I've gotten from it, everybody's like, man, this this can be on the radio. This could be a big hit. So I'm going to see, see how far I could get with it, you know, at least give it a try. We kind of went with that old school, like, R&B, 90s, make, yeah. Yeah. you know, 90s. like, girl and guy singing, you know, yeah. rapping kind of Cause, vibe. You know, because that's something that I always wanted for a long time, you know, uh, like when Ja Rule and J-Lo were doing music oh, together yeah. and Ja Rule yeah. and Ashanti, like, it was a... Male rapper and a female rapper. Yeah. I want to bring that vibe back because, you know, I, I want to go nice. far left when everybody's going far right. Like, everybody's all for self nowadays. Everybody just wants to be a solo artist. I want to do collaborative efforts. So, That's how I am. I, I just want to branch out as much as possible. So if, you know, there's anyone out there that wants, you know, who likes, you know, what I am, what my vibe and, you know, what I sing, then let's let's make something out of it. Let's see what we can do. Experiment, you know, experience and gain knowledge from it and then just keep going how know? can we hear the song oh we um can it's it. on all streaming platforms yeah, it's so, good yeah so spotify apple yeah um, anything of your choice Google any Play. outlet you use it's all on there now what's it mm-hmm. called 92 juice 92 juice yeah and who's uh, who like who's the artist we look for d-lo the doctor and rain dance yep. okay it's got both of our names on it Mm-hmm. All right. And see, that was something that I thought was important to me because I'll look at a lot of these covers that I produce for artists and my name won't be mentioned anywhere. <laughs> and it's just like, man, like that's one thing about C-Dub and Alan Wayne. They've always made sure I got the credit for my work. And I wanted to do that as far as with everybody that I work with on this project. Put Rain Dance's name on there. Put the Heist who co-produced Sex Me's name on there. Because mm-hmm. giving credit and doing all the registry on BMI, you know, that's what I use for registering my music. I think that's very important. Just give, er- give everybody ASCAP. a credit. What is it? ASCAP. ASCAP. Yeah. Did you make one? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting till the right time. But yeah, lifetime supply. I'm about it. Okay. That's cool. Yes, sir. I, I, well, I want to look for it. I can't wait for the video. Yes, sir. And uh, the video's gonna be lit. Yeah, oh yeah. We got it. We got a good, good. What's this song about? Visual. Sex me now. It's it's a long story about how the whole process was made. Oh uh, wait, the video's different than the song. The new the song that's out right now. No, it it, it pretty much fits the same vibe as the song. You know, um, because what it's about is just you know me bragging about you know the the women and how much I appreciate the women and how I want to sex the women, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, the video's song, gonna like, yeah pretty yeah, much a love upbeat. song the video is gonna radio, show that you know okay. it's gonna yeah. show that like women women mm. being at the pool party just yeah. summer vibes it's gonna be good well we got models and um we're gonna i got a bike that i think i'm gonna bring somebody my one of my actually my boss has a bike and so 
thought it'd be cool to put it in the video. What a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, like street bike actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At a pool. So that's what those. What that's the look we're going yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna have yeah. models there. Mm-hmm. Models. Yep. Do you mm-hmm. need like a guy that's a podcaster hanging out watching? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. We could use we could use somebody we could on use the, the grill. Content. I mean, <laughs> on the grill? Yeah, we could use somebody on the grill. I, I can grill. <laughs> I can grill. I'm a badass cook. I'll grill up some meat. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, honestly, when I uh first did the beat with the Heist, who co-produced it, because I I played the melodies and everything, and he added drums, because mm-hmm. that's usually what I do on collabs. Uh, the whole concept of the song was just about to be braggadocious. Like, yeah, I got these gold encrusted diamond glasses i got these nice clothes you know but then i was just like nah it's gotta have more substance than that it's gotta be something different than what everybody's doing because everybody raps about the same old stuff everybody's got to get inspired by something Mm -hmm. you know so i think collabs are the best because you can you can meet somebody talk with them understand and then learn from it and then be like okay let's make this i love collabs i love when artists collaborate yeah. together yeah, I this, love it. this woman has it, good ideas well you know and a lot of i notice a lot of kansas city artists do a lot on their own you know i've noticed that yeah lot. what do you guys think of the the kansas city rap scene music scene in no general? no unification that's always been the biggest thing that's been holding the whole scene back like i see a lot of these interviews and then you know you'll you'll name a rapper that might be well known and then then the guy who you're interviewing be like who is that you know, that's why I try to tune in with everybody, you know, no matter what kind of genre yeah. of music you're doing. Like, well, it's hard to know everybody. There's a ton. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, like, I try to st- I try to keep <laughs> my ear to the ground and know most of, like, the rappers that are making waves. Yeah. And there's still some people like, oh, do you know this guy, this guy? I'm like, no, nah, I, I don't. Shit. And then I feel like an idiot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But see, th- that's when I start to do my research. Like, if I don't know him. I'll go back and listen to him and see what I think about him, you know, and I think that's something that everybody needs to be tapping into instead of just brushing it off like, oh, well, I don't know him. You know, you could go back and do some research on him, see if, you know, you could vibe with it at mm-hmm. least. I really think that, like, people need to understand that, like, you know, I feel like there's so many rappers, but, like, if we were a team, you know, in a community that loved, you know, this hip-hop culture, I feel like we need to be putting on certain people and we should try and all build that because then it brings a more mass you know amount of people Mm -hmm. because if everybody is trying to be it and then you got all your followings but it's not all the same people then what do we you know it's all scattered but like if we were to pick a couple artists i feel like that we can put on then it'd be a mass amount of people that would be seeing this person therefore then it's like we have more exposure, so then we can actually go in and all do it our own way. Mm-hmm. But we have that audience there and ready. Place you know? your place your best on low rain. That's that's who everybody need to put some attention into. I mean, we got the image, we got the we got the dress down. I mean, we just out here doing the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's one thing that I felt was important, you know, as far as coming out as a rapper too, having an image, you know. Because, like, I like to wear outfits that's, like, real flashy, something that's going to get somebody's attention. That's why I love when I get on Facebook and I'll put on, like, a crazy outfit and everybody's running their mouth. I love it because that, <laughs> that's getting people talking, whether it's negative or positive. I, I love just your love Instagram. to get the people talking. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, that's I why I bring it. out I always wonder, I like, is, this, 
Is this guy serious with this? He's got this? a big like, personality. I, I'm always like, is he joking around? Or is, <laughs> it, is this what this really, this really wears? Like, right, like, did he I mean, really wear this? Yeah, that's 100%, 100% authentic. But if he's really wearing it, I love it. Like, I love it either way. Like, you, you're doing you. I will straight up, I'll straight up tell him, like, I was like, you know what? Um, that outfit is not going with me. <laughs> You love it. You love it. Come on now. You love it. Like this leather right now, everybody, you know, they might put a laugh and emoji on it, but hey, I'm true to myself and this is what I like, you know, and that's what I it's think fun. is important. It's, it's art, you know, like that's, that's us. Yeah, you know, you know like I can't be born in this life. I can't be bland. <laughs> Big personality. Like, I feel like I have a huge personality and all kinds of, all kinds of different, like, yeah. just passion Cause, and stuff cause in, that. In a world full of saltine crackers, I'm going to be a Ritz cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I love cheddar it. Cheese. Yeah. yeah, with some cheddar cheese cheddar on cheese. it. Cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese on it. <laughs> I'd like to see you hang out with Unique and Influence. They got a different. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Guys, I think you guys would, would, would hang out and look good together. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> that's the kind of artist that I like. You know, like uh, Jantho Cho, has he ever been on your show? Nope. Yeah, that, that's that's the dog. Yeah, man. See, like, I I like his whole psychedelic psychedelic style. Like, you got to have some kind of edge for me to be interested in you yeah, as an artist. Like, C-Dub, you know, the, the whole um, work ethic thing is why I liked working with him. Not because, you know, he does anything outside the box crazy like me, but just the fact that his work ethic has always been there. It's, it's got to be something about you that really curbs my interest as a producer. Okay. How many... Other people, you named a couple people who, who you do stuff for. Like who else around? Do you have other local artists we might know that you? Yeah, uh, Ben's Gotti. Okay, Ben's Gotti is another guy I've been working with. Uh, I just followed him. I yeah. just looked at his profile. Yeah, ben, yeah. Ben's. He I liked his track on Alan Wayne's uh, the demonstration too. He's got yeah. He's got a track on there. I like. Yeah, Ben's Gotti was actually referred over to me by C Dub. Um, when was it? About two years ago. We've been working extensively during that. And that guy, he has the same work ethic as C-Dub. He'll be in the studio uh, all day and come out with one EP in a day. So his work ethic and the fact that he supports me and he uplifts me, you know, he puts me on a pedestal as a producer. That's what really got us clicking. Like, mm. he, he's every time he see me, like, D-Lo, you're the hardest nigga on earth. And he means it. He emphasizes on it. So Ben's Gotti is one of them. And then my Cali artist, She's not local, but Alma Rose, that's another one in the top five. She's doing big things. Okay. Doing big things. Shout out to Alma Rose. Shout out to Alma Rose. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to check out her music, she's got a lot of good stuff on YouTube. She's shot videos to all my production. She's really getting my name out there in Cali. So, yeah. If I get out there to Cali, I'll have a lot of opportunities coming my way due to my connections out there oh well, bring me with you I've yeah, never man. Been, i've been wanting to go to cali for so long she uh, we've been talking and she, she told me like the cost of living is going up there she was like shit i'd move to kc if i could right <laughs> i'm like hell it's cheap here right get on down here hell yeah it's just too hot here yeah, yeah. oh my god thank I god my leather cold. is cool resistant <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got leather pants too is it just oh uh, yeah got the whole leather on got the whole leather on i should have brought the cowboy boots <laughs> but i figured that'd be a little too much for the day so i just left the cowboy <laughs> boots at home got the cowboy hat though well, i mean you fit in out there in green valley yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly you got to be a product of your environment yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah because you know that's another thing like when I've linked up with the rappers that I linked up with, um, Feezy Cash, shout out Feezy Cash. 
he pulled up on me uh back like six years ago this is when we first linked up and he was just surprised that i lived in grain valley like bro you make all these street based beats but you living in grain valley like how the hell did that come along and i'm just like man i'm, I'm a musical guy like i can do anything you know it took me by surprise too. it was like grain valley all yeah right, <laughs> all right well yeah me and my brother we we've been living out there uh our mom moved us out there uh from blue springs about 13 years ago uh just just another one of those stories trying to get out of the city and that's a building have a better that's lifestyle a, uh, green valley is like a building type community yeah. right now it's in, it's the, it's in the process of uh building growing that's strong right. yeah. i didn't didn't like going to high school out there but it's cool living out there i guess I didn't like going to high school anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to like, I went to three different high schools. Mm. Mm. I guess sec the second I didn't like I who liked school, but that high school was the best of all of them. I guess it was in Louisiana, and oh, they okay. had great food. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I started. That, that's when I got into No Limit. Uh. Mystical. He's he's one of my favorites. Out of No I Limit, him and C Murder. Yep. Free C Murder. Silk the Shaka. Oh man, I, I love Silk the Shocker too. Even though he was off beat, he just had his own lane, his own style, and I like that about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, Mystical was always my favorite. Oh man, his, I just I just heard uh, we were talking about Young Boss earlier. He's got his new album just dropped yesterday, and mm-hmm. there's a song on there that is got a Mystical beat to it. Dun dun dun. Oh yeah. Dun dun dun. Yes. Yeah, I was like, that's that's mystical. Yeah, there I go. Yeah, they get go. Oh, oh, there I go. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting they're getting ready to come out with the No Limit Chronicles on BET soon, so I'm gonna definitely be checking that out. Nice. Yeah. You guys listen to so many. I I feel like I'm learning about these at this moment. These are the old school '90s. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's probably no I reason to get really into them now. I really didn't start listening. Yeah. I didn't start listening to rap until like maybe two years ago. Like, oh shit. Yeah, like. I mean, I knew a few rappers, you know. I'm sure everybody time, does. You yeah. know, but my mom knows. Yeah, some. everybody <laughs> kind of knows a few, yeah. but I didn't really start heavily getting into it until a couple couple years ago, and it mainly has been local for me. So, who do you like locally? Um, I like MB58. Um, <laughs> Under- she don't know him. <laughs> you know, Underworld. Um, have you have you done a podcast with Underworld before? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, they um I like their movement. Um Goldchild's in there, uh T Trilly and who else is in there? Fuego's in Fuego there. and Oh, he's been on. Yeah. So well, those are yeah, I like them. It was a different okay. Fuego. Well, it had to be a different one. Okay. I know it's another Fuego out there. Probably different. This is one. Gene Fuego we talked Gene about. Gene Fuego, oh, this is yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, Dom Chronicles and uh, Exotic Neurotics. I like that album that she came out yeah, with. Yeah, Dom Chronicles. He's good. He's yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, Ty Colors. Is he in there? He's been yeah. blowing I up like lately. His music. Bam Keith. I don't really know him, but I like his music. Yeah. yeah. Who else? That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's a yeah. plethora right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're. I mean, I. They're all blooming, so it's just kind of new. And right. I'm big on Twitter. I like Twitter. My that's my favorite social media account to use because I'm like writing in it basically and oh yeah yeah it's good so for writers yeah and it well and it's good information like you get information quicker like Facebook you hear it like Ugh. three weeks later like people are laughing about it's all a dumpster fire yeah all of it <laughs> I just like Instagram I just want to see pretty pictures yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instagram's becoming my big favorite now too because you know I can 
upload pictures and get a lot of good feedback from the fans. Get a lot of fans that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I, I don't have followers. I got fans. Like, anybody that's following me knows me from my production work. So. That's oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. Yeah, like, Facebook is all, like, local people I know SoundCloud from high school. SoundCloud is so and all cool that. for that. Because SoundCloud, like, you can get a premium account and you can see who, like, looks at your music. Yeah, SoundCloud and it, Go. It's, like, all over the globe. <coughs> like, Egypt, uh, Switzerland. Like, people just all over. Worldwide, baby. And worldwide. It's cool. Yeah. I I find it interesting because I'm like, how how do they listen to my music? How do they even find me? Spotify, right? N- well, this yeah, SoundCloud. We, we all over oh, the place SoundCloud, now. Okay. Yeah, SoundCloud. I mean, SoundCloud has a premium account where you can kind of see who who listens to your music. Okay, and, I don't or know what states. Yeah, I don't know much about know. SoundCloud. I never really got into SoundCloud. Yeah, I, I used to sell a lot of beats on SoundCloud. That's where I got the beats going. Like a I'm couple about to years start ago. Doing I know that. it's big. I know a lot beat of underground. Packs musicians i just started i just started, music doing started that, out there like making beats on uh free Lo- he let me borrow his fruity loops so i've been making a few beats I'm gonna, i think i'm gonna come out with like a beat tape or something just so you can how hard it. is it to learn to put beats to, like if i wanted to do like i was saying earlier i want to take a song like a 311 song and mix it with uh method man oh as far as like the sampling process or yeah just from scratch sampling oh sampling it's not really that hard because uh, how I got involved in it, like, it was trial and error and also a lot of YouTube tutorials. So once I got some that, like, thoroughly explained the whole process of how to do it in FL Studio, it was real easy from there because uh, it's a particular tool you got to click on and you got to, like, highlight which uh, part of the sample you want to loop and then you just uh, click on the highlight and loop it together and then drag it on the playlist and add the drums. All it's a computer? real simple process, yeah. Is it, so it's a program? Yeah, FL Studio. Okay, how much is it? Um, I mean, yeah, like much? it cost me about two hundred for the uh producer edition, but you can get the demo version. The only thing with the demo version, you can't save the project. Well, two hundred bucks ain't like if I want to just start. Yeah, getting into like a hobby of putting beats together or whatever samples together. Yeah, yeah. it's two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Okay. And then a bunch of hours of learning. Yeah, a bunch of hours of learning. It'll be a lot of trial and error, and it'll be a lot Lots of, of YouTube, YouTube tutorials. That's why I always tell people, they're like, man, teach me how to make beats, dog. It's just like, I didn't have nobody teach me. I just did it by the book. You know, I got the FL Studio Bible. I got the uh, tutorial videos and trial and error, you know. Do you do any, like, whatever? Keys. What, whatever instruments you I what record everything. Things called? Um. Yeah. It it, it depends. Like, like DJs. I don't know. Yeah. Cause the the good thing about FL Studio, they got a good interface where you know it's very comprehensive. So I'll plug in a MIDI keyboard and MIDI you know, keyboard. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I think. Mess with uh this plugin I got called Omnisphere, which features like five thousand yeah. different sounds. Once you got Omnisphere, you you don't need nothing else, cause mm. they got everything in there. So that's what I mainly use, and I'll use a MIDI keyboard. And sometimes it's so easy you could just click in notes. By using yeah, you can, that's what I don't do. Yeah. It's like click in the notes. I On feel like I, I have to play it, you know, like something. What do you mean, like G, D, C? Yeah, because yeah, they, cl- like te- they have this thing called in. they have this thing called the piano roll where you can use your mouse, mouse and click on whatever notes you want on the piano and yeah. do it that way. I Mine's mean, hooked up to a piano, so, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah, I do a little bit of both. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> Well, if I catch the corona and I got to quarantine myself for a couple of weeks, I might drop 200 bucks and become yeah. Kansas City's next best yeah. producer. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Somebody yeah. It. 
Guys, this was great, man. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Oh, for sure, for sure. Thank uh, you. How, again, say how we can find your guys' stuff and like where to look for it in the future. Um, 92 Juice is on all streaming platforms. And, you know, pretty much every project we, we're going to be doing for future endeavors will be on every social, I mean, every streaming platform. So whatever you prefer, Spotify, YouTube, music. It's so many out there now. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be on everything. That's awesome. 92 Juice. 92 Juice. Low Rain. and D-Lo, that motherfucking doctor. The hardest nigga on earth. That's right. I call Rain Dance the doctor. I like that. It's like D-Lo the doctor. Because it's like D-Lo the doctor. I don't know. You like that? I don't think she has to go get her PhD first. Where does she come up with these things? Always coming up with these great ideas. All right, guys. This is real. Yeah, yes, sir. Fun. It's been real. It's been fun. Thanks it's for been having real us. Fun. Thanks for being here. Anytime. Uh, it's the Neander Talk podcast, everybody. Uh, we're out. Bye. <laughs>